Well, good morning and welcome to the drive. It is February 21st, um, Tuesday, 4.48 a.m. <clears throat> and I hope you guys are doing well. Hopefully most of you are still sleeping <laughs> and uh, getting some good rest. Um, you know, my wife has been sick for about a week and usually we don't catch stuff, but um, she got something and uh, and then our daughter Lily the other day started feeling bad but uh, she's already getting better so it's a totally different whatever it is I don't know sickness but rest rest is important and uh, that's not the theme of this episode but as I was looking at Philippians this morning you know just time with the Lord time in the word where we find ourselves in chapter 4 of Philippians and Paul was just talking about citizenship is in heaven he was exhorting them really he was encouraging them more than anything remember encouragement is really a way to uplift one another through the Word of God exhortation is a call to action and the Apostle Paul uh, was great gifted in doing both you know in his letters um, but in Philippians chapter 4 verse 1 man there's there's so much in this verse again we're not gonna we're gonna barely scratch the surface but just want to read it and take a look at um, take a look at the implications here in Philippians 4 1 Paul writes therefore my beloved and longed for brethren my joy and my crown so stand fast in the Lord wow I, I don't want to miss the first part of that you know Paul called these guys beloved uh, and I love that because really it's a term of endearment and I'm just thinking about uh I think about this a lot when I'm going through Paul's letters, whether it's his pastoral uh, epistles or prison uh, epistles or whatever. I, as I'm going through them, I always think of the huge change in his life, you know, from lost to found, from blind to seeing, and from hate and vengeance to love. And we can see that, really, it's encapsulated in the word beloved. Like, don't get me wrong. Paul, I mean, the Apostle Paul was 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 radical. He was zealous. He was he was misdirected before he came to Christ. But but he says beloved, and I just think, wow, this is not the same guy. I mean, it's the same guy, but God had transformed him, man. Like, totally changed him, and now he's writing letters from house arrest in Rome saying beloved I don't know there's just something about that that really strikes me and, and it blesses me because because I see the change in a person you know some people that disbelieve miracles oh there's no such thing as miracles yeah no I totally disagree because I think the greatest miracles are in the form of changed lives 
as I look around at the lives that God has changed, just in our, our church alone, Calvary Chapel Mobile, I see lives changed and people tell me their testimonies and I go, what? You used to do what? You used to be what? You know, because it's shocking because it's like I, I could never even imagine that. God took you from there to where you are now. That is miraculous to me. So God had his hand upon the Apostle Paul and now he's writing letters saying, Beloved. And he goes on, he says, My longed for uh, brethren. Like he wanted to see them. He never got the opportunity after this point, but he wanted to see the Philippians, the Christians. He wanted to fellowship. He wanted to gather together. And I love that. That's a desire I believe every Christ follower should have. Like, let's assemble together. But here in this instance, we know that he couldn't. He couldn't assemble together. He was he was locked up. But he longed to gather together. I, I'll never forget, and I don't think anyone will, 2020. Starting in, what, March, I think it was. And where uh, basically... Uh, all the churches and all the businesses and everyone had to stop meeting. I'll never forget that. I'll just say it was horrible to not be able to meet as the church. And it was tough. That that whole year was just, it was tough. We continued on. I didn't, you know, we didn't skip a beat when it went to going through the Word of God. We, we continued on, um, technology-wise every week, but it was difficult, and I'll never forget. I mean, we only closed down for a few months, and when they said recommended to not meet, we met. We met anyway, because we're going to gather together. That's what the church does, right? That's a huge element uh, that got implemented and created, right? And so when when we started meeting back together again, oh my goodness, I was like, oh, it was just instantly refreshing because it's like, cool, the band's back together, you know, or our family. We're, we're gathering together again as family. Praise the Lord. And I love it. You know, the Apostle Paul, he longed to to gather together with these guys, you know, with these these Christians and just fellowship, just being together, you know. And I love what he says, too. He's so encouraging. He says, my joy and my crown. My joy. You guys are my joy. Like, I love you guys. You're my beloved. I, I mean, I want to hang out. You, you're, you bring me joy just thinking about your faith. You know, he really commends them a lot in the book of Philippians. He commends the way in which they're serving God, the way in which they're worshiping God, the way in which they're living and he's like, you guys are my joy. Like, I look at you and I just have joy, you know? When you hang out with other strong believers that love the Lord and that are just biblical, that know the Word of God and live by the Word of God, it just brings joy. Because you're like, yes. That's what it's about. <laughs> he says, my crown, my reward. Basically, what you do, the people that you influence for Jesus guess what that's going to be rewarded in heaven you know because you're a witness i'm a witness all of us are and so who we influence in the name of jesus it matters and you know the result it's going to be rewards in heaven 
until Paul doesn't go off on this all the time and be like, I'm just doing this for rewards. I don't care about you guys, but I'm going to help you anyway because that's what God says. But I just want the rewards. But no, Paul had a heart to help. He had a heart of compassion. And I love this ending exhortation in the introduction of chapter 4 in Philippians where he says, So stand fast in the Lord. So stand fast in the Lord. Meaning, that, that's, that's a military for, for, uh, term and, and it essentially means continue on, don't be moved. Don't let anyone lure you away, take you away from the faith. Stand fast in the Lord. Stand firm. Be confident in, in Christ. And I think that we all, honestly, need that uh, exhortation on a daily basis. As I read the Word every day, I'm like, remind myself to say, as much, you know, like, Lord, help me to stand fast in the truth. Help me to stand fast in those things that you called me to. Help me to stand fast in your promises. Help me to stand fast when I face opposition today because guess what? We're in a fallen world. I'm still in this body of flesh and we're going to face difficulties. Help me to stand fast. And I think just encouraging one another in that is huge. Hey, I know it's tough. I know you're going through a storm. I know it seems impossible right now. I know you have so many bills and you have no clue how, how God's going to you know provide or how you're going to provide for your family. I know that you can't find a job right now and it's tough. I know that you lost the fam- that family member and you're struggling and grieving right now. I know that whatever the problem is, I know that you're going through that. But listen, God's got you. Stand fast in the Lord. Stay the course. Like the Apostle Paul said somewhere else. I'm not going to be moved. Don't be moved. Continue to go forward with the Lord. Being established upon the rock. Stand fast in the Lord. I love that. So we see the Apostle Paul's heart here. He says, be loved. We see he really wanted to see them. We see that they brought him joy just thinking about them and writing to them. And then we see this exhortation to take action and that you got to stand fast for the Lord. You know, if we're not challenged, if we don't get exhorted, if we don't let God's word exhort us or we don't, don't exhort each other, you know, one another, again, exhort means a call to action, then we're just going to be idle and useless for God's kingdom. And I don't want to be idle and useless for God's kingdom. You know, I, I want to be used for His glory. I want to be used, I want to use all my whatever gifts or talents or whatever strength, whatever resources God's given me, I want to use that for His kingdom. Like, I don't want to use that for myself. And as Christians, that should be our outlook, right? I mean, think about the Apostle Paul. He could have used his his intellect. He could have used his schooling under Gamaliel. He could have used his education for himself, to prop up himself, to promote himself. But he didn't. He propped up others. He encouraged others. He exhorted others. He looked to others to help them, to disciple them, to train them, to share the gospel with them. He was so others-centered, others-focused. So may we, on a daily basis, look to God first, 
love God with all of who we are and love one another, love our neighbor as ourself. I, I love that. God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing Tuesday and we'll talk to you soon.